السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يتع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الحدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم والشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار Indeed, the best speech is the speech of Allah Azza wa Jal and the best guidance is the guidance of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the most evil of matters and the most evil of affairs are the newly invented matters in the religion and every invented matter in the religion is an innovation it's not from al-islam and every innovation is misguidance and every misguidance leads to the hellfire Servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, believers in Allah, brothers and sisters, fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as he should be feared. Fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in all of your situations, at all moments of your lives. Fear Allah and be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fearing Allah Azza wa Jal consists of carrying out the obligations, the fara'id, the obligations, those compulsory actions and belief that we have been commanded to, that we have been commanded with, and to do good and to haste to do good in this life. Likewise, fearing Allah comprises of tark, which is abandoning that which is haram, abandoning those affairs, be in speech, actions, or belief that goes against our legislation, goes against 
the book of Allah and the Sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and with our pious predecessors were upon. So this means to say to stay within the boundaries of Al-Islam, remain in those bounds and do not transgress it. And likewise, in doing so, and in fearing Allah's punishment, fearing his punishment in this world and the end the next. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Quran, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يَخْشَوْنَ رَبَّهُمْ بِالْغَيْبِ لَهُمْ مَغْفِرَةٌ وَأَجْرٌ كَبِيرٌ Who indeed, those who fear their Lord in secret, they will have forgiveness from him وَأَجْرٌ كَبِيرٌ and a great reward. Ashik Abdul Rahman al-Sa'di he mentions regarding this verse he Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the state of the state of those who would truly be happy and those who are truly righteous and he says indeed those who fear their Lord and in secret, said, he says, in all of their situations and at all times, even those situations whereby nobody knows, meaning those situations are in secret, where there's nobody there and nobody knows what occurs, and in regarding yourself, Except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala فَلَا يُقَدِّمُونَ عَلَى مَعَاصِيهِ They do not embark and proceed upon his disobedience. They do not fall into the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala willingly and knowingly. وَلَا يُقَصِّرُونَ فِيمَا أَمَرَ بِهِ And they are not, and they do not fall short regarding that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made compulsory, has made an obligation and upon them. لَهُمْ مَغْفِرَةِ They will be stowed with Allah's mercy. They will be forgiven لِذُنُوبِهِمْ for their sins. And he says, Rahimullah, and when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives a person for their sins, he protects them for the, from the evil of that sin, or from the evil of those sins, and he protects them from the punishment of the hellfire, which would have been a consequence of those sins. Walahum ajlun kabir. And they will have a great reward. And that is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prepared and promised. It is paradise, Jannah. Jannah with its favors that will remain 
for the believers, those who will enter it. And therefore upon this a person will take pleasure from that which is in paradise, from the manazil, from the dwellings, from those pleasures and desires that have been placed in paradise, a person and he will enjoy everything that is in paradise. And he says, وَأَعْظَمُ مِنْ ذَلِكَ وَأَكْبَرُ رِضَاءَ الرَّحْمَانِ And greater than that is رِضَاءَ الرَّحْمَانِ The pleasure of the Most Merciful Meaning the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will place and will give those inhabitants of paradise. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلِمَنْ خَافَ مَقَامَ رَبِّهِ جَنَّتَانِ And whosoever fears their standing before their Lord, Jannatan, there will be two gardens for them. They will be given two gardens. And Shaykh Al-Sa'di, he mentions, he says, whosoever fears their Lord and they're standing before their Lord and they abandon, <coughs> and they abandon that which he prohibited and they do and carry out that which he commands, they will have two gardens. One of those gardens will be the reward of him abandoning sins, abandoning that which is haram, and the next and the other garden will be the reward, the garden that he will be given because of his obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Likewise, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَأَمَّا مَنْ خَافَ مَقَامَ رَبِّهِ وَنَهَا النَّفْسَ عَنِ الْهَوَىٰ فَإِنَّ الْجَنَّةَ هِيَ الْمَأْوَىٰ And as for those who fear their standing before their Lord, and they prevent their soul and they prevent themselves from unlawful desires. For indeed, indeed, for them, Jannah, paradise will be their final destination. Will be their final and destination. And here, as Shaykh Abdul Rahman al-Sa'di, he mentions, meaning whosoever fears, they're standing before their Lord and fears that account that their Lord will take concerning them with justice and with adl. And that this fear has an effect in the person's heart. And that fear prevents that person from indulging into un in unlawful desires. That which takes a person away from the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and rather his soul and his self 
becomes obedient to that which the Messenger وسلم, came with. And he exerts, and he exerts and he himself upon khair, and he exerts himself and strives and fights against those desires, those pleasures that block a person from doing good. For in Jannah, for indeed paradise, the paradise which comprises of every good <coughs> and every type of happiness and blessings, it will be the destination, the final destination, whosoever, and the final destination of whosoever description this description applies to therefore brothers and sisters we need to remind ourselves that the soul is upon what you nurture it upon so if a person strives with it then it will become upright by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it will proceed upon the straight path but if you neglect it and you are lax with it, then it will get out of control and it will lead to its destruction. Because, brothers and sisters, because the gate by which the shaitan enters <coughs> to destroy a person is that person's soul, those desires and those pleasures he beautifies evil to the soul and belittles khayr and belittles that which is good and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says inna nafsa la'amaratun bisu' illa ma rahima rabbi that the soul that human self is inclined to evil except when the Lord, when my Lord bestows and his mercy, except when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows his special mercy and he upon whosoever he wills. And here there is an athar and a saying from one of the salaf. Actually, it's mentioned that some of the salaf who used to exert themselves in worship in worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in according to our religion not being excessive and going into exaggerations but remaining within the bounds they used to exert themselves in those actions of worship that were legislated it was said to them some of the people said to them, you are putting difficulty upon yourself. You are tiring yourself. And it was said back to them, Rahatuha urid. Rahatuha and he urid. I want it to be tranquil. I want it to be at rest and at peace. Meaning, I want my soul to be in a state of tranquility 
and rest and ease on the day of judgment from Allah's punishment and anger by tiring it and putting it in those difficulties of worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this world. Spending that time in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this world, even if it gets tired, even if there is difficulty upon the soul, they prefer that. They prefer that difficulty now to earn that ease and that tranquility on the day of judgment and that which lies after the day of judgment. And likewise, brothers and sisters, we have from those verses, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Indeed, the muttaqoon, those who truly fear Allah, will be in gardens and water springs. It will be said to them, Enter therein in peace and security, and we shall <coughs> and we shall remove from their breasts any deep feeling of bitterness that they may have. So and they will be like brothers facing each other on thrones. No sense of fatigue shall touch them, nor shall they ever be asked. To leave it and they will never be asked to leave it so they will be abide forever in it in those blessings and of paradise and Sheikh Abdurrahman Sa'di he mentions and regarding this verse this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned regarding what he has prepared for his awliya, the favors, and from his, for his awliya, those who feed Allah and kept their duty to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that they are the muttaqoon, those who shielded themselves from obeying the shaitan and that which the shaitan calls to from all of the different types of sins and disobedience that they will be fi jannatin they will be in gardens and water springs and that those gardens brothers and sisters he mentions comprises of all of the different types of trees and fruits that are in abundance, that are and tasty, which the people of paradise will take pleasure from at all times, whenever they will. And when they will enter paradise, it'll be said to them, Udkhuluha bi salamin aminin, enter it with peace 
and security. Peace and security. <coughs> you are free from death. Meaning death will no longer occur after this. Neither sleep or any type of difficulty. All those deficiencies that you had in paradise in the earth that will be removed from you. Those illnesses, those diseases, and other than them. <coughs> and those people, they will have a sound heart and a peaceful heart. Hatred and hasad will be removed from their hearts. And they will have love for one another. Their hearts will be pure. They'll be brothers facing each other. And upon thrones, sitting upon thrones. And the Sheikh mentions this indicates that they will visit one another. And they will sit with one another. And they will have those beautiful manners and etiquettes and with one another. And in paradise. لا يمسهم فيها نصب. The Sheikh says لا ظاهر ولا باطن. No difficulty, no type of difficulty will afflict them, nor outwardly, nor inwardly. And they وما هم منها بمخرجين. And they will never exit those favors. They will never exit paradise. At all times, they will abide and in it. They will abide and in it. And their life in paradise will be more complete than their life in this dunya. As those deficiencies that we have in this world, a lot of those deficiencies, tiredness, illness, sleep, difficulties that we feel that will be removed. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give those who believe a life which is more complete and in paradise. وأقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم من كل ذنب واستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم. الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد الله سبحانه وتعالى says فأما من طغى وآثر الحياة الدنيا فإن الجحيم هي المأوى as for those who have transgressed they have transgressed all bounds <coughs> and preferred the life of this world. They have preferred, and in this dunya, the life of this world, verily his abode will be the hellfire. His final destination will be the hellfire. And Sheikh Abdul Rahman al he mentions, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions here, فَأَمَّا مَنْ تَغَى 
as for those who have transgressed. He says, meaning, Jawaza al Had. They have transgressed the boundaries set by Al Islam. So they embarked upon major sins. <coughs> and they did not suffice themselves. And did not abide with those boundaries set by Al Islam, set by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they preferred this world over the next. So they ended up working, only working towards those pleasures in, the, in this life, in this dunya. All of their time, their days, their months, their years, they busy themselves with seeking that which this dunya has. Those pleasures and those unlawful and desires. And they forgot the hereafter. And they forgot the hereafter. And they abandoned those actions that they should do to prepare for the hereafter. Those actions that will lead them to paradise. And hellfire will be their final destination, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. And the Shaykh mentions regarding this, their dwelling, their place that they will leave forever. And this is, And this applies to whoever, or whosoever this description, and he applies, and he too. And indeed, brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, does not cause any injustice to anyone. As Allah Azza wa Jal says, وَمَا ظَلَمْنَاهُمْ وَلَكِنْ كَانُوا الظَّالِمِينَ And we have not wronged them. But indeed, they are the ones who wronged their own selves. They wronged and their own selves. So the Shaykh mentions that indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala <coughs> does not wrong anybody by punishing them for something they did not do or something they did not say. But rather, Allah's punishment will be according to your actions or to the actions and the of the servants. Allah Azza wa Jal is most just. He does not cause any injustice whatsoever to anybody. And whatever a person earns in the hereafter will be according to those injustice and those wrongs a person embarked upon in this dunya. So when a person does wrong in this dunya, they are wronging their own selves. They are wronging their own selves and preparing and they are putting themselves in the path of Allah's punishment on the day of judgment. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from those who truly fear him. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from those who act upon his obligations and his obedience. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from those who abandon sins, refrain from sins, and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
to make us from those who receive two gardens in paradise. One, because of those actions that we did in obedience to Allah, and the other, because we abandoned sins and disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa sallallahu ala nabina Muhammad wa aqimu salah.